Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Americans are once again asleep at the wheel on a very important issue. Now, we're told through civics class, this is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And if that's yeah, they so, lie, though. then what's that? They lie, though. Uh, I give them the lie in the throat. It's not a lie if they can get you to believe it. No, it's still a lie. Even even if if people believe it, it's still a lie. It's just a good lie. It would be a government of the people. Ultimately, I don't know that I believe that. that goes on in the government. We do allow whether or not we agree. Okay, I'll give you that. Well, I mean. Pretty much, I mostly tolerate it because I want to keep breathing, and they'll kill me if I don't. Um, You're talking in the singular, but so many people are that's willing the only to way I know how. the singular and go for the plural. And um, so we're taught in civics class that in the plural, it's we the people who control the government. And hmm. it is a true statement in so much as we get what we tolerate, and if a sufficient number of people didn't want something, and they didn't want it badly enough that it would, uh, wouldn't would occur. We've got the, the monsters outnumbered 200 to 1, so if we were willing to take heavy casualties, we could bodily tear them limb from limb, but that's the only way to get rid of them. In a trial, you are trusting your fate, your future, to 12 strangers who more often than not are idiots. And if, they're not, and if they're not idiots then they probably believe their job is to convict, not to weigh the evidence and come to a rational decision. And even if they want... I would say that would be kind of idiotic if that's what they believe, well, because that I, defeats I, the I don't entire purpose of a jury. I think there's a difference between stupid and, you know, that. But even if all mm. of that is not the case, right, human beings are not rational. You're not feeding this information into a computer and saying, I want you to establish... You know, 99.9% likelihood that this is what happened. You're feeding it to human beings who are flawed, emotional creatures, and they're going to make decisions from the from the moment they see a defendant. Their decision, more often than not, is made. Uh huh. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, I, I'd like that's to say the fair the trial side. that is the alternative. And I'm not saying right. either one and, is better than the other, a, but I'm saying this fair trial thing you're talking about world, isn't very good. Well, this the big is one violation. of the places, places in the world that has a jury trial. Like, we, most places do not do this. They'll give you three judges for a felony, maybe five, and then, you know, you're judged based on the law. I'm not saying the chances are better, and I'm not saying it's better, but I'm saying that probably the number one problem with the American judicial system is the plea bargain. You say plea deals shouldn't even exist because basically it gets people who are real criminals off easier sentences on easier sentences and for people who are not actual criminals who maybe have been falsely accused by the state because they get stacked up with a bunch of charges and intimidated they take a plea deal and then many cases they're pleading guilty to something they didn't even do Uh, so that's kind of my summary here but uh, what else did you want to say yeah basically that is is that innocent people are harmed and the public is harmed the only people that benefit are government employees who don't have to do their jobs, pay them to do, mm-hmm. and 
the uh, terribly awful, guilty, evil people that are um, really getting beat. Now, I've got a lot to say about the criminal justice system. I don't system, think that's a fair assessment, one. Mark. Okay. All right. uh, I mean, there there are certainly people out there who would be wrongfully convicted in a trial if they took a matter to trial, and then they would be facing, you know, 10 years in prison instead of a year or whatever. I wonder about that. Um, like, on one hand, I sort of agree. So, for instance, what we know is, is that um, people who are found guilty, felons are found uh, guilty at trial at about 60% rate. And what that suggests to me is, is that anybody who is willing to take their uh, case to trial um, is either terribly guilty <laughs> or innocent, like full-on innocent. Americans are getting the government they deserve, mm -hmm. one that doesn't listen to any, of anything they have to say because they won't say anything forcefully enough. It's frustrating. Uh, well, I imagine that's one of the reasons why you are moving to Honduras. It is one of the reasons I'm moving to Honduras. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons <laughs> I'm moving more to likely a to stand up to the, of Honduras. Are they more likely to stand up to the government in Honduras? Because that's definitely got a spotty record of success in South America. I don't imagine their government, uh, they consider their government to be terribly effective um, in Honduras. Um, you know, they, mostly they expect, they put their hands out hoping for something free and not getting it. Yeah, I think the government the of Honduras are very, uh, very uh, dedicated. I think the government of well, Honduras is smaller and just tends to leave people alone. What's that? I suspect the government of the Honduras is smaller and tends to leave people alone. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, it certainly collects tax. Um, sure, you know, and that sort of thing. I think that um, they're more likely to leave a rich gringo alone, but they are not known for likely leaving their own people alone. That's why there's an S-ton of people that want to escape from there and move to the United States. Have you heard of the caravans? Mostly, yeah, it mostly has to do with uh, poverty and um, ineffectiveness of government. You know, they... Well, the reason yeah, why yeah. there's poverty but, is because the state is taking so much from people and preventing them from creating wealth for themselves. Do you know who Tom Woods is? Sure. Yeah, sure. For our listeners that uh, don't know, who is he? So Tom Woods, he's, uh, I guess, uh, a quote-unquote influencer in the libertarian sphere. He's been around forever, written a bunch of books. He's got a podcast. Uh, yeah, and uh, per personally, he's, he's sort of kind of been uh, you know, an inspiration to me. Mm -hmm. Sort of kind of introduced me, among others, to the ideas of liberty. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a great communicator of the ideas of liberty. His podcast is quite popular. He's one of the few libertarian podcasters, and there are dozens of libertarian podcasters, but he's one of the few that actually does a show, I think, five days a week. So there aren't very many that are in that particular category, and he's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think he's a great guy, but... Uh, Evidently, he's been uh, involved in some controversy of late, and uh, sort of kind of want to know if you heard about it and what you thought. Um, um, it's come to light that uh, I guess his first wife and he started dating when he was 26, and she was 15, right? And this has got people's panties in a wad. I, I don't know. It, it seems to be accurate. But uh, have you all heard about that? And if so, how what, many what decades ago was that? This is, I believe, in the A late 1990s. Mm. So 20 plus years ago. 
She was 15 she was, at the time. Yeah, and but supposedly, I've seen some of the details, supposedly they didn't even meet until she was 16. But regardless, uh, we're still talking about a teenage human being here. This is not a child. I understand that the people that, you know, people just cannot make a distinction between children and teenagers, but there is a distinction. Teenagers are going through and or have gone through puberty. They are physically and in many cases mentally interested in having adult relationships and should be free to make those choices if they want to. And I can't understand how libertarians can think any other way can believe in the individual supposedly right that's that's what libertarians believe in is individual you know volition and freedom and freedom to choose but then say oh no 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 she wasn't the government's age so therefore she's a child and it's just so insulting to somebody who is that age somebody who's 15 16 17 years old it's such an insult to them to say oh no sweetie you can't make a choice for yourself. I mean, I'll give it to them that 15, you're really starting to push the line at that point, right? No doubt. The younger somebody gets, then you could make an argument that they might be being taken advantage of or whatever. But if that person's not saying they were taken advantage of, then I have no reason to believe also anything true. about that. So, David, anything else you want to share? Yeah, and it, yeah it just seems like a, I don't know, a smear piece by her sister. I ended up going to prison for 40 months. Sorry uh, to hear that. Because, yeah, when I was 20, uh, I was involved with a 15-year-old. That's um, a stupid reason to send someone to prison for more than three years? Yeah, and it's it's a really um, unjust system that we have because I have to register on the sex offender registry for 25 years. And wow. even though I hold a, you know, I have a college degree and I still have a really hard time getting a job, uh, like at a gas station. For example, amazing. So, but, I mean, um, I don't know how much you want to tell us about that situation. Was uh, this person consenting, but parents found out and called the cops, or how did you end up um, behind bars? Well, I don't know how it, you know, came about, but yeah, they were definitely consenting because, as a libertarian, I would never, you know, violate the non-aggression principle like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is. You know, that like, cancel culture, right? Like, sex offender stuff is the worst uh, thing in society, according... You know, like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but... Yeah, I mean, well, that's a know, vicious in, label, right? To To have to... I mean... Because at that point, you're on list. There are apps that can monitor you. You know, you, people can pull them up. I, I've never experimented with these with one of these, but well, I've heard that there are apps where you can pull up and you can see all of the sex offenders in your area or whatever. Yeah. Some of these people are just... People like you. And you don't get to explain yourself. I wanted to bring up uh, this Zeta thing with ZA, with, uh, Mark. the special economic zone. ZA, whatever. I don't care. I I think, you know, I asked him uh, earlier if, if he had actually looked into, you know, creating a ZA in, in New Hampshire. Why? Why the heck not? And 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 I just, I'm right there with you. I've been saying that for years. What's that? I'm right there with you. I've been saying that for years that we should well, push for go. that. I mean, just 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 do it. Just be on it and do it. It 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 it. There there can't be as uh, a a worse situation than in Honduras. I mean, really. I think with the United States, you you have to you're going to have to negotiate with 
two separate governments, uh, the United States government and the state of New Hampshire. And both of them have a history. Well, I don't know about the state of New Hampshire, but the U.S. government, they don't have a, a, a good history of keeping their agreements with special economic well, zones. Just look to the Native Americans. The federal government. And, and, and we can do something about that. And that's called nullification. I hear you guys, uh, you know, standing up for Tom Woods and stuff, which uh, I'm glad to hear that. But uh, sadly, I've heard uh, Free Talk Live over the last year or so uh, start to uh, give in on that a little bit uh, to that statutory rape BS. I mean, give in on what? The, the whole statutory rape, sexual misconduct. Uh, they're giving in to the, uh, seems like I hear them, you guys, uh, not so much you, Ian, but I hear others, uh, Badmouth Epstein and Elaine Maxwell and, uh, you know, everything they're accused of is, is all, all to do with teenagers, but, but they call them like they're, they're, they're pedophiles, you know, um, I have not heard that are- from hosts on this particular show. And I'm on six out of seven nights per week. So, I mean, the situation, though, there was quite different than a uh, Tom Woods relationship oh, with, right. a, with a teenager. Epstein was involved in a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, they definitely yeah. were putting uh, those young women in a quite a different situation. Although I will still not take away their ability to consent. And I, I have always I mean, questioned. We said that then. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always questioned the fact that these girls kept going back for more money, right. and that the, they were yeah they were paid, and they they were at least you know teenagers, older teenagers. So our governor is going to reduce the rail runner train service seventy five percent until month of July, end of July. What is the rail runner train service? Yeah, so it's a train ride go, that goes from Santa Fe all the way down to Las Lunas, I oh. believe. Okay. And so... They're reducing, it's, what, it's, the amount of trains that are running or the amount of time that the trains are running? No, the price. They're trying oh. to give the, the customers a break. So so, so paying, taxpayers are going to subsidize it then, is what you're saying. Well, uh, yeah, people that are working to go on the train to go work a job in Santa Fe and people that work in, that live in Santa Fe that work in Albuquerque are going to get that benefit. And people who never saw the train, never rode the train will get to pay for it. Yeah. But then we get to pay for <laughs> Isn't that nice for them? Isn't that nice for them? Yeah, you get to jack their Mexico. money for a train they never saw. <laughs> then they can't afford to get on the train. They can get on. Well, I mean, but it's our governor uh, that's doing it. So, you know, people are riding the train because they can, it's uh, the gas prices. You know what I mean? Because uh, they're on the train because they cannot afford the gas prices. Right, so, so you just don't care about it. could have cut taxes on the gas. I am pretty sympathetic to Sarah's position. Shocking. But I feel like maybe she didn't explain it very well. Would you describe yourself as a communist, Dan? So the way I would describe myself is somewhere between a social Democrat and a neoliberal. Do you know that my foreign policy beliefs are neoliberal? Are those just newer words to describe a communist? Hmm. No, no, no. I believe in stuff like like the values of neoliberalism would be stuff like, you know, free trade, uh, also capitalism, but regulated capitalism, evidence based policy, 
You know, it's the idea of the the taco truck on every corner, you know, getting the best out of liberalism and uh, progressivism. So you believe in free trade. All right. Let's go on and hear why you think if you can believe in free trade, why you want to have a government funded choo-choo. So I think that, well, look, and the thing is, is I'm not, I'm not hugely into either side on that, but what it is, is that, you know, the cars themselves, I don't think are the future. And I don't think that it's good that we've built our society so much around cars because the thing is we had a choice at one time to either build our society around trains or cars. And now that the cars have won out, everybody is, you know, de facto forced to get a car. There's a growing demand, I think, um, for public transportation and in anti-car sentiment amongst Americans. Because I think that now retrospectively, a lot of us, you know, we want, we want, uh, things to kind of go differently from here on out. And that's why I suppose I'm saying I'm sympathetic to Sarah's wanting to keep, you know, the trains going in New Mexico because, you know, having a car is, it's a pain in a lot of cases. And, uh, okay. So you are saying you support government funded trains? Yes. Okay. So I you're not in favor of free trade then? <laughs> no free trade between countries. I mean, not 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 a completely free market. I support ah. things like free trade, though. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I would so you're not like in favor of tariffs, is what you're saying? You don't actually believe in people being able to trade freely from individual to individual. I don't have a hard and fast rule against tariffs, but I mean, look, I want the outcome. To okay, be well then, you're not in favor of free trade between countries, them. then. What are you in favor of, Dan? It sounds like total control, and Dan should be in charge, and Dan knows what's best. Dan thinks that there needs to be government rails. On the topic of the trains themselves, since people are already paying taxes for like a million other things, I don't know why you have to nail the trains down as the reason that people are getting sent to jail. That's not a response to what nobody said about government being a criminal enterprise. And for for the record... The, what the the trains are not the worst thing they spend their spend their money on. The worst thing they spend their money on is mass murder mm-hmm. of uh, children in Iraq, for example. Remember when Madeleine Albright uh, was asked if she how she felt about killing half a million children, and she said, "Oh, it was it worth, was it. worth it. I got what I wanted." And second to the mass murder would be the mass incarceration that they do of their own people, I think, uh, yes. for victimless crimes and things like that. But what is it that you have to say specifically to nobody's uh, claims about government being a criminal enterprise, Dan? Well, and and I don't know if you want to go down this this road, but you know that we have a little bit of disagreement about what the social contract is, whether or not it mm-hmm. exists. Whether or not it everyone really in the society well, automatically opted into it, sh- I would argue they are. How we should be able to straighten that argument out? Why don't you bring up a cop? Show me a copy. People are going to college more. They're getting more educated careers. You're going to brush out of office. People are getting. People are going to college through. and studying women's studies <laughs> so they can figure out how to be offended and 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 push their victimhood on people. Yeah, that I think everyone in this room has a college degree, dude. 
Unfortunately, I and, do have two And none years of us of are like, hey, we're more educated because of this. I wish I could have my time back, honestly. You the don't think time you're more educated than a high school graduate? No. no. College is high school with cigarettes. Dan, <laughs> where's the contract? Dan, where's the contract? The contract is your citizenship. It is that you. Prove that I'm a citizen. I never agreed to be a citizen. Are you not a citizen? Prove. I would love to not be a citizen of the United States. Look, if they would just let me not be a citizen, I will happily not be well, a they citizen. They keep insisting that I am, but I'd like to see proof that I'm a citizen because the. Do you know what the definition of a citizen is? I mean, you I went didn't to college. Sign nothing. You went to college, right, Dan? So you must be able to define the word that you're using. So is a citizen not like a like a a fully uh, like to make it simple, it's like a fully fledged, you know, legally recognized member of that nation. Nope, that's not the definition right. of a citizen. The whole thing's a scam uh, from top to bottom. And the thing is, he knows there's no social contract. He knows there's no document. It's just a pure political fantasy. It's something that they like to talk about. And then when you finally call them on it, they just simply try to avoid answering the question and talking in generalities about why we need the government and how long it's been around and that you were born into it and just all these assertions about it. Slavery was around for a long time, too. It didn't and, make it a good idea. Right. And children were born into slavery yeah. as well. I guess slavery was just a social contract. Yes, it was. Well, actually, you could actually buy yourself out of slavery in that case. Wow. Uh, so that, that I guess they had an advantage over us. <laughs> yeah. There's no escape for us. Yeah. The uh, the amount never ends that the government demands from us, uh, and it always increases. So I asked him about you know he brought up the idea of citizenship, and it insinuated that we were all citizens. And I said, well, all right, what's the definition of citizen? And he didn't know, of course. I mean, I know the U.S. government says I'm one of their subjects. Oh, they love to say it. But, I mean, I just, I don't recall ever agreeing to be one of their subjects. And that's a much better word, by the way, subject. It's much more accurate to what we are to them. And, in fact, if you listen to a police scanner, you'll hear them refer to people as subjects, which is, to me, very revealing. I was, uh, like everyone else, following the horrific... Uh war and conflict that's going on in Ukraine. and uh, I have not been know, following it, so not everyone has been following it. Not everyone. not everyone. And I don't know how horrific it actually is. I can't believe what the media is saying about it. Um, but that said, I'm sure for some people it's pretty awful. Well, this is the thing. Believing or not, what's interesting is there's hardly any videos by civilians coming out of the region. How strange and, uh, is that? You know, it's due to the government on both sides. So the Russian government doesn't let the soldiers use the Internet. And, of course, it's a top-down organization, the army, mm -hmm. so they can. But then um, the civilians in Ukraine, there's a law that says you can't film the, the movements of your country's troops. You really? Jail. Yeah. Because you're helping wow. the army. Even yeah. so, there are still ways they could create video that wouldn't, you know, involve Ukrainian soldiers. Like, they, they could have, you know, recorded videos of some of these Russian massacres, and it, it wouldn't have well, run afoul what, of... what I'm saying. I wanted to call, and I wanted to suggest something. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice today. I wanted to suggest um, certain things which should be obvious if we, the people, would actually be in charge of our government. 
One of them is, if we want body cams for cops, wouldn't we want body cams for service members on active duty? The only way to end war is to end government, because mm. the bottom line is government is made up of psychopaths who are willing to do anything for power over others. And as long as we give them the opportunity to indulge themselves and force us to pay for the weapons they use to murder people, they're going to keep right on murdering people. Oh, and they have their allies in the media. The mass media mm -hmm. is also always carrying water for whatever country they're in. So yep. you're basically going to see demonization and belligerentization of the other side always and oh, yeah. you know it's funny because russia has what like 11 million people that have family in the ukraine and vice versa and it's funny because like they know <clears throat> that their family members are normal people yep. right everyone i think it was the nazi guy who was captured i forgot who it was he said regular people don't want to kill each other I'm not an anarchist, but I do believe in limited government, and I think it should be limited by law, which right. in this case, as far as the U.S. government, is the Constitution. But it seems like in this discussion about war, our potential war with Ukraine and or between Russia and Ukraine and us getting involved, um, there's been no discussion at all about you know um, whether there's any legal basis for our involvement. I mean, American property and American citizens haven't been attacked. It's not, in my opinion, it's not our war. And I'm a non-interventionist. Is there is there serious discussion about the United States getting involved? Well, there's been a lot of uh, mission creep, as they like to call it, like um, you know, supporting uh, Slovenia, I think it was, or Slovakia with um, missiles, and Poland with the airplanes. You know, a few weeks ago, there's there's a lot now. There's been talk about U.S. Um, uh, trainers going into um, some of the NATO countries that border Ukraine. And I just think that there is an agenda here to push to push a war, to push uh, the United States into mm -hmm. a war over there. And I think it's really dangerous. It's, it mm -hmm. reminds me of what happened before the, the Great War, the First World War. That and, wasn't um, that great from what I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and the scariest thing has been Joe Biden, the senile bastard, screaming for regime change. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.